welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so excited to be with each other in person, a rare occasion for us. We're sitting next to each other on the same couch. It's fantastic. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. And we are going to talk with you about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. We start off with a little bit of news. We're going to be somewhere live together this weekend. Gasp! We're going to be at Logan Street Market together on mm-hmm. Saturday, June 16th. That's today. No. The 16th is today. Okay, yeah. Uh, so if the 16th is today, it's the 17th. My phone is recording the YouTube thing. That's why I can't just look it up. It's Saturday's the 18th. Yes. Because the 19th, we also have an event. Yes, yes. So, Saturday, June, June 18th. 18th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., we will be at the Logan Street Market. We will be slinging my pins and mm-hmm. drinking some boba tea. So, uh, come hang with us if you're local to Louisville, Kentucky. Yay! Mm-hmm. We can't wait to see you. And we're going to be doing a virtual event on the weekend of June 25th and 26th. I haven't decided what day and what time we're doing that, so keep your eyeballs on our social media. We're going to be doing a pop shop live together. Mm-hmm. And that's an opportunity where you can buy stuff if you want, but you can just come and say, hang out and say hi Yeah, on the internet. Yeah. Ask us questions. Hey. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. I'm sure we'll like knit and stuff. And you said that was pride themed kind of? Yeah, it's the pop shop live uh like pride event basically. So Yay, there might be rainbow merch. Maybe I'll get my act together and have the rainbow stitch markers available for that. Ooh, that would be fancy of me. Yes, yes. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Is that all we have for news? Yes. Fantastic. Did we don't have any finished objects to show off, I don't think. I did finish my northeasterly blanket before I left, which but was a huge accomplishment. Bring a whole blanket with but you. But I did not bring a whole ass blanket to Louisville, Kentucky, where it is like a triple digits with humidity. Mm-hmm. I think it's currently it like 110 with the humidity. So I, I did not bring it, but rest assured, my northeasterly blanket is finished. I did it in DK scraps sent in by coven members. It's luxurious. My little cat thinks it's his and absolutely loves it fantastic project 10 out of 10 highly recommend yay whips whips i got them i got them too i have one right here what's yours i'm working on a ripple bralette in my big little yarn co ghibli inspired colorway this one is totoro inspired based off of the garden scene and I got some strap action done while i was on hold with the bank today i'm doing my straps two at a time um, I like them. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's clever. I'm using the contrast color. It was a sock set uh, to do the straps. I think it's really cute. I added, I did some, I added some length in the both sections of ribbing. Um, I like to add length to mine too. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on what sort of look you've got going on, and if you want to see my mods, they're in our um, Patreon. Great. That's awesome. Yay! It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I have really only worked on one project since we last talked. I haven't really worked on my vanilla socks at all. Um, but I have started a new project, which is a Mount Pleasant top by Pippin Pin. I think it's Pippin Pin Knits. Um, and 
it's this little cute crop top with a bunch of lace. It has some repeats of lace at the bottom that are just kind of like a nice simple scallop situation. And then it's just plain stockinette for the rest of the top. And it's like a little nice T-shaped top with, I think it has a V-neck or some sort of neck shaping detail. Um, But I've really been enjoying knitting this. The lace is simple enough that I can work on it like in public. I worked on it um, when we went to see the Boston Pops when I was in Boston this past week. And it was really pleasant, and I've been super enjoying it as my little vanilla knit. I was telling Lauren that I think I want to make more than one of these because it's a pretty good vanilla project for me. And I've just, like, I'm a little sock burnt out in the moment. That happens to me. Like, sometimes I just need to take a sock break. I'm currently on a sock break. Yeah, yeah. It just sometimes you need a break from the socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that this would be fun. This one is going to be for me. Um, but, yeah, I think I want to make Lauren one. I might make myself another one. We'll see. Uh, I am using All One Sultan. Uh, I was going to be a sexy jellyfish colorway, which is so cute. It's a like white background um, with a ton of periwinkle and blue and super hot pink and bright purple speckles, which is super my jam. It's very like iridescent color looking. Uh, it reminds me of like bubbles. Uh, so yeah, I think this will be a really cute top for me. I haven't tried it on yet, but I think like visually it looks like it's going to be the right size and I am pretty much getting gauge. I think I'm maybe like a quarter of a stitch off, but that's fine. I don't care that much. It looks fantastic. Thank you. And I think it's going to look fantastic on you. Thank you. Yeah, but it's a good little pattern. It's only going to take me two skeins of yarn for my larger size, so I'll need to look up your size. It might only take one for you. I'm not 100% sure. Or like a little bit over one. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I've been working on is one of Emily's patterns. What? I finished one blanket and decided I need to cast on Another blanket. You're so blankety. Yes. Somebody in my family is expecting, so they are going to get a baby blanket. So I did a truche triangle blanket cast on, and it's one of Emily's patterns, and I'm loving it. I'm going to go for kind of like a pinwheelie look going on. I'm using four different colors. I'm using just uh, mostly black. I think I dyed that for kicks and giggles. This is some electric love yarn, some hedgehog fibers, and this one is some souvenir yarn. Um... And these will all be in the show notes. But if you like knitting triangles, this is a super fun pattern. I have six triangles so far. And it is I really like the colors together. I like the, like, electric purple, Mm -hmm. blue vibes. Very nice. It's nice. I let – I had about half a dozen skeins that I was – I had options for. I thought the black was going to look good. And the person that's expecting um, has a little bit of an alternative vibe. So I figured they'd also like the black. So I let them – picked the other three colors and I am delighted with what they picked super cute love it good taste good taste all around Mm -hmm. and that's the only thing I've really been knitting on wow what else have you been working on you have a second project bag there I have my socks but I haven't really worked on them so I'm just gonna leave them there we're already gonna talk about acquisitions is that how it's gonna go today I think so (laughs) the acquisitions is gonna be a little long so Emily acquired many things for both of us in Boston Um, that are very themed to our podcast because you went to Salem. I did, yeah. So Salem is just like a little like 35 to 40 minute drive from Boston. And because I was there with my family, I wanted to make a trip to Salem. Uh, And I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But I did get us some stuff. Mm -hmm. You went to House Witch and you got us some little kits. You got us matching kits for the summer solstice. 
I thought they would be fun to do mm-hmm. together. Yeah, and inside there is a candle, a hematoid quartz, a notebook, a pen, a focus pocus potion, and a meditation booklet. Yay. Yeah, so it has like a little guided meditation, and I think you like light the candle and you do like a journaling exercise. And mm-hmm. I thought that that would be really lovely to do. Little treasures, because I'm going to be here for the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the sun is real it's, here. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you also got me some fun stickers and a cool art mm-hmm. postcard, which are about. Uh, Antifa stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like There's witches against white supremacy kind of theme. Which is my jam. We got some witches here against white supremacy. This is good night, alt-right. Mm-hmm. And then we have be gay and do witchcraft sticker. Very nice. This one is by Midge Blitz. And then uh, witchcraft and punching fascists by Moon of Retribution. Mm-hmm. Which their subheading says anti-fascist, goth, and queer as fuck. Which is, you know, nice. That's our jam. And then you also got me from Mudheads, which is, this is their card. And their logo, a little, a little hand-rolled cigarette holder. Yeah, yeah. So if you're making a hand-rolled cigarette, you could pop it in there to keep your little thing safe. Or a one puffer to take Mm -hmm. one puff of tobacco. tobacco. Wink. (laughs) I love living in California. I don't live there. That's why we're doing this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's purple and it's got a little curly curly swirl and I love it. It's so cute. I thought it was really cute. It looks like a little piece of candy. It does look like a little candy and it would look even more like a piece of candy with a hand-rolled cigarette through the middle. Mm -hmm. I think that's the idea. (laughs) It's delightful. And you can see they they, they have all these little fun sh- other shapes of tobacco pipes yeah they have little food they had a lot little of food, food shaped ones. ones they had like a troll like mm-hmm. the like with the, the hair shaped one they have little seashells yeah and little chili peppers it's terribly cute they're super cute i did get chad one for his birthday that i'm really excited about and you said it was corn it's corn it's like a piece of corn shape so it's like a corn pot cob pipe which he loves puns so he will find that extremely amusing it's delightful um yeah so check them out if you want some cool glassware and it is it's actually not glassware it is ceramic uh but she does the glaze on the inside of the pieces too so they are safe to smoke out of fantastic what Mm -hmm. did you get for yourself in salem all sorts of things (laughs) surprise Um, i have a little pile here but i did get a bunch of art um, I'm probably going to do like a little Instagram post with like all of the art. They can't actually see that on the oh. video. Yeah, it's like some kind of above. just above our heads. There's some cool art. Um, so I, I'll probably do a little like Instagram story about that if you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, I got some nice local to Salem artist pieces while I was visiting shops. Maybe seeing if some shops will carry my pins. I'll tell you about that when that if when that happens. And then I got some other stuff that is below me. And I will pick it up now. So um, before we went to Salem, my sister went to a rock and gem show in Chicago with my dad. And my dad bought me this really beautiful pyrite um, specimen. Um, My sister asked if I was looking for anything in particular. And I said I really wanted a nice cube um, shaped pyrite uh, because pyrite is like 
prosperity and like wealth stuff so I thought it would be fun to keep it here in my studio that we're recording in right now and uh it's a really neat little pyrite specimen it's on the rock matrix that it grew from uh, and it's just a little perfect shiny cube and I it's enjoy so, it very much I love that pyrite naturally grows into perfect cubes it amuses me endlessly it's lovely um so I got that and then at Hive and Forge, which is a little art collective shop in Salem, I got this cute ghostie. And I have neglected to remember the artist's name, but I have it on my phone, which is what we're recording the video on. So Lauren will put it in the show notes um, if you are interested in getting your own little super cute ghosty. And he's just like a little hollow ceramic piece to put on a shelf and be adorable. You should have just given it all to me to hold. I so should I have. Do it's too late now. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> um, so I have a bag of rocks. Because I got assorted rocks. Um, so we went to uh, Hidden Gems, which is in Boston. And uh, my sister also likes to collect rocks. So that's why I went to so many rock-themed locations. Uh, but this is a cute little apophyllite. Um, like kind of mini tower through all of these I'm just gonna like mention specifically (laughs) cute ones uh this one is a wine quartz and this is fun because house witch has a dollar uh crystal gumball machine so you just put a dollar and quarters in and then twist it and it gives you a rock and like that's fun a plus marketing house witch uh, and then I also really enjoy this is a hexagon shaped obsidian that I got at Ascension in Salem and a little Herkimer diamond, uh, which is my first Herkimer diamond I have ever owned. They're from a particular mine in New York. They only come from one place and uh, it has fun little black inclusions in it. And that was also from Hidden Gems. So those are some of the highlights of my rock collection. Put them back in their little rock Your rock bag. collection is actually like growing so much it is so many i have rocks i will hold these thank you make delightful jingling sounds into the microphone rock asmr rock asmr yes um oh another thing that i got from house switch i didn't bring here to the studio with me because it's in the house it's a little pink and pastel pink and purple um stained glass piece of a pentacle it's lovely it's nice it's going to hang in the kitchen um, and that was from House Witch. Also from House Witch was this new book, Color, Form, and Magic. Um, it's by Nicole Pivirato and Pivirato? I don't know. And uh, it says, use the power of aesthetics for creative and magical work, which, you know, super up my alley. And it's all about, like, magical color theory, which, you know, we like to talk about. We did a whole series on it. This book would have been really helpful when we were doing that. Um, And it's got a whole thing on different shapes and magic. So we'll probably talk about that in the future because we often just talk about things that we are both reading. Um, And it has different like esoteric symbols and stuff. It's really a neat little book. And it's got like ideas of how to incorporate magic into like uh your aesthetics and how to incorporate color into your magic so i thought that it was a pretty rad book it also has cool holographic uh pages on the edge of the pages the front lettering is also holographic which i also love holographic things so this book super up my alley um i'm just gonna give that to you and then i got a new deck 
Uh, I didn't actually get this deck in Salem. I got it at a bookstore in Boston, which I don't remember the name of currently. Uh, but it is The Tarot of the Divine by Yoshi Yoshitani. And it's a super sweet deck. Uh, I have been wanting it for a while. I have been following Yoshi Yoshitani on Instagram for a while. Um, she is a great artist follow if you're looking for some cool art. Um, she does lots of like fairy inspired art too. Um, but her deck is really cool. It is all inspired by different folklore and fairy tales from all around the world. I don't recognize a ton of the different tales in here, which I think is rad because I'm going to get to learn about different stories um but yeah like gaelic polynesian chinese like the whole the whole gamut of different places stories mm -hmm. it's really sweet and some that i do recognize like the fool is the little mermaid and um the seven of cups was aladdin yeah was i like perfect. that one with and all of the seven there's like seven lamps that are uh mm -hmm. representing the cups in that card so i think it's really sweet art um, great representation. There's good queer representation uh, in this deck, and I'm excited to get to use it. And it's just really cute. It's, it's really, really cute. cute and pleasing. Yeah, yeah. It it makes me happy. It's also a really affordable deck um, if you want a sweet artist deck, but you don't want to spend like eighty dollars on Kickstarter. It's twenty bucks because it's uh, published by a major publisher. Wow. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's great. Mm -hmm. So that's my stuff that I got on my journey so we kind of have a loosey-goosey occult corner for this week since emily went to salem we just thought that maybe she could talk about her experience of being somebody who is uh, practicing paganism and witchcrafts experience traveling to i would say the seat of american witchcraft oh for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if it would say hmm. american well like colonizer american yeah yeah not like American-American. Modern-day American. American. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've, I went to Salem. Uh, I have been wanting to go there for a while, um, pretty since, like, the last year since I've been pretty into witchcraft. Um, I have been following House Witch on social media for a while. I read their book, and I saw that they do, um, they, like, run feminist witchy tours out of their witchy shop. Talk. and Yeah. I went on a tour with Now Age Travel. Uh, and it was really fun. The theme of the tour was um, death and the afterlife and talking about like the ritual of death and like why we think of death as a cult and stuff. And uh, the tour was just me, um, the tour guide and or a friend of the tour guide who is a local medium. Uh, so it's just the three of us the whole time. And we got to have oh. we were just like talking about like witchy stuff and like different religious rituals in general and around death. And it was really awesome. Um, so hello to both of you. If you are listening, I did tell them about the show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we went to five different uh, cemeteries in Salem, uh, which was fun. Uh, the first one we went to is kind of like the big tourism one um, that is right next to the Witch Trials Memorial, which mm -hmm. was cool to get to see. Um, it was interesting. The tour guide mentioned that the Witch Trials Memorial was only built in 1992 for the like triennial and there was no memorial for the witch trials in the town at all before that so it's interesting that it took like 300 years for them to like make a more memorial to acknowledge that and a lot of the people uh that were killed in the witch trials didn't have like any marker for their death that like the public knew about like perhaps there are some families that have ha mm -hmm. that had private ones in the past that we just don't really know about 
So that was cool. And that cemetery is also just super old. Lots of graves from the 1600s. There are a lot of death's head graves, which my Memento Mori pin features a death's head on it. Um, so I thought that was cool to get to see some in person because uh, I just am really interested in different symbols that uh, people have used like for graphic design like art purposes throughout the years so that was neat to see and we saw like the evolution of like different symbols that people use and talked about like what the puritans put on their grave versus what the quakers would put on their grave versus what anglicans would put on and it was very interesting um interesting yeah and we went to some other ones and like talked about uh different like how uh, people of color were buried in Salem, like historically, and just all sorts of interesting topics. So I highly recommend that you take a tour with Now Age Travel if you're going to the Salem area. Yeah, super knowledgeable, and it was a really great way to get to see the town and learn some stuff. And they, if you don't want to do like the death one that I did, there's other themes. There's like a symbol of the witch one that I really want to do, but that like day just didn't work out for me when I was there but if I ever go back I would love to do that one and uh they have a whole spiritualism so that was cool I got to visit house witch in person which it's a very like curated and like designed space so that's like really fun to get to walk around and see and smell and touch things uh I went to a bunch of other really cool local independent shops I think that was one of the cooler parts of Salem um there are a lot of cool uh, independently owned gifty stores there's a plant store right across from house switch that has cool gift stuff uh, lots of shops that are carrying really cool witchy and spooky art um, I didn't go in some of the more touristy things in Salem because that's just like not super my jam I didn't do the witch dungeon kind of audio animatronic uh recreation of the witch trials that they have which both of the people that i was with on the tour said that they have done it before and it's like an experience and like you could you should go do it because it's like a whole like kitschy thing like there's like a satan with like boobs and stuff uh but i was with my family the day that i was with people and they wouldn't have liked that but i think if i went with like you or another friend that would be fun but Mm -hmm. i thought doing it by myself i might not enjoy it as much so i didn't do that um and i didn't go in some of the like it's definitely like a mix of like really tourism-y stores and like cool little local independent shops that are run by like practicing witches. Like there's fandom that shall not be named themed stores and there's like stores that are basically a spirit Halloween but like on the main strip of Salem. Uh, so it really is a mixture. There's like woo-woo crystal stores and like just like people that have a ton of cool rocks kind of crystal stores it's a huge mix (laughs) but it's really fun to walk around and the town is really small so you can definitely like walk around and like do it in a day for sure I went two days but it was mostly because I was taking my family back the second day and we went for tea at the Jolie Tea Company, which was really fun. They have a really good high tea. Um, It's a really cute room with like cute floral chairs. The tea is amazing. I brought some of it back, so we're going to have to have some of it because it's real good. We're going to have a tea-tastic time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren brought me a delicious chai uh, as a hostess present, and we had it this morning, and oh man, it's good. Chai box. I sweet monsoon will get it when I run out of it like I will buy more of it 
it's amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, high tea was super fun. Uh, this the town is really like beautiful and like cool to just walk around. Um, it's right on the water. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It was the biggest port in the United States for like a period of time before like New York and Boston got bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's right on the water they have like an old historical ship if you care about that kind of thing on the water uh people that love historical ships really love historical ships yeah yeah i'm almost interested in historical ships because of the pirate phase i went through as a teenager Mm -hmm. she said wearing a mismatched knife earring yeah 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 our flag um, means death has really rekindled my love of old ships they do have two pirate museums in salem but i didn't go to either of them We'll go sometime together. I would go with you, for sure. I would totally go to a pirate museum. I know. (laughs) But yeah, so like I'm saying, there's lots of stuff to do that I didn't Mm -hmm. do. And you went to the Hocus Pocus house. I did. I went to the Hocus Pocus. I didn't go to the house that Max and Danny live in, because Mm -hmm. that's like kind of outside of town in a trek. But I did go to the one that's like... Allison's house. It's next door to the witch house, which is the only house that is standing... The witch house is the only house that is still standing that uh, has a connection to the witch trials. Um, one of the judges lived there who wasn't a particularly good person, of course. But now people like tourists for like witchcrafty things. So it's kind of like a nice like F you to that guy. <laughs> um, and there's got to th- be some weird vibes between all the there's a bunch of witches like, that pass through and like the. There's, like, a bunch of, like, protection, like, runes and different things, like, that people have etched into the house over the years and stuff, which is, like, really interesting. And they have a little gift shop and stuff, so that's worth a check. Um, I did do a mini photo shoot of my Witch's Brew Hocus Pocus socks on that uh, house stoop that I haven't posted yet. Amazing. (laughs) And they have a beautiful garden. Yes. So that is the the Ropes Mansion is next door to the Witch House, and that is uh, the exterior location of Allison's house that they're having like the weird French Renaissance party in in the movie Hocus Pocus Uh, and that mansion has like a really beautiful flower garden in the back and it's a nice story the two sisters who owned it uh, they didn't get married uh, so that they could keep their fortune and they donated the garden to the city um, in the back so it's open all the time and you can just walk around and sit there really beautiful flowers I like got to sit on a bench and just like draw the I drew the house and I drew some flowers uh, and I was the only person in the garden for a while so it felt like a really nice like magical like soaking in like the vibes and like having an experience of travel kind of time amazing yeah so it's really fun I do highly recommend visiting Salem if you are a witchy type person and you're interested I think you would enjoy it uh, you can really make what you want of it if you want to just go to cool independent shops do that if you want to see tourism things do that and uh, pirate museums and pirate museums yeah we have to go sometime it would be fun uh, everyone that when I was saying like I'm oh I'm visiting and like I'm a practicing witch I, like everyone I talked to who lived there uh, was like don't come in October of course not. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm here now. I, I, don't, I don't plan to. I might sometime for like an mm-hmm. art festival thing if I was going to sell stuff there, but I wouldn't go for just tourism reasons in yeah. October. It was really pretty in the spring. The weather was like perfect, great to walk around, and all the flowers are really pretty. I'm pretty sure that's good advice for any place that has a very specific tourism stuff. You don't come here during Derby, don't go to Salem in October, and don't come to Lake Tahoe on 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's very crowded, all those types and all those places. Yep. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a fun little firsthand experience of visiting Salem. It sounds like there's a lot to offer for just about anybody who's interested. And I figure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are at least a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I would think so. There's also, if you want to get like a tarot reading by a practicing witch or any of those kinds of services, there's definitely outlets for that. But I didn't do any of that personally. Fun. Well, my I- throat is dry now. I don't know. I know you talk so much. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think we really have much promo this week, aside from what we said up at the beginning, places you can see us. This Saturday, the 18th, we will be at the Logan Street Market. Correct. From 11 to 3. Correct. Good job. I know where I'm going to be selling Emily's stuff. We're going to be there. We're going to be cute. You can come say hi. And then we're going to be doing a pop shop live the weekend after that, where you can come see us digitally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just about it from us. If you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, looking for show notes for anything we discussed here, looking to find Emily's merch or my yarn or info about our Patreon, just head on over to FiberCoven.com and then we'll link you to over to all that good stuff. So until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.